Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. The church, I do rejoice to see that my children still walk in the church. You can have the spirit without the truth. You don't have anything. You can have the truth without the spirit. You still don't have anything. It takes both of them working in our lives uh, to make us men and women for God. And uh, it's good to see uh, the people at Waynesboro again. The saints of God and looked around and, and saw Brother Tom tonight. It's good to see him. And, uh, my brother I fellowship with and, uh, through the ever since I've been a child, but it makes it better since I've been a Christian. Amen. <laughs> fellowship. Right. I love the Lord tonight, and uh, I wish Brother Weaver just went in and preached. Makes a uh, young man kind of get nervous when he looks out yonder and you used to preach it. Uh, the Spirit of God moving, and I'm just a begging God to help you. And, uh, if you don't help me, uh, you're looking at a poor country boy that ain't got no education, uh, starting to the 10th grade and quit. And uh, so if the Lord don't help me, I'm just a hopeless person. And I'm begging God to help us. As I look for something there in my uh, they want me to come to meeting here, and they love the people over here at Waynesboro, and they want me to come be with you, and I kind of uh, felt like I ought to be ready in case something like this happened. <laughs> so, uh, I like to preach, and ain't nothing about it that I don't like to do. Uh, he called me to preach the gospel, and I try. Uh, and uh, that's all we can do. And when the Lord moves in, then, then it's Him. Then. So I'm begging God's favor on us tonight, and uh, reach down and help us. If you have your Bibles, want to read with us, turn to Exodus, the 28th chapter. Now I'll begin reading verse 22, and I'll read uh, through 36 here. And this was uh, commandments unto Aaron, which was the high priest, Moses' brother. And if you study the old Bible any at all, uh, you know that the priesthood has been a remarkable thing. And uh, men that have lived within the priesthood, they live under a law and an order that a mortal, just a uh, regular man, uh, didn't have the threat upon his life that these men had. And uh, you may sometimes think, I, I, when I came in for grandmother's funeral, I, I talked to the church some here, and I hope you didn't get aware with me, but I wanted to uh, maybe express my feelings on uh, stand behind the bishopric. And we need yeah. to do that. Yeah. If you uh, cannot come under the authority of your husband, you ain't going to come under the authority of your pastor because the Bible plainly teaches you that you are the weaker vessel. And if your husband ain't going to be your head, then you sure ain't coming under the pastor. And uh, that's right, brethren. And them sisters are getting it right now. I'll find something to get you with in a minute and me. But anyhow, uh, this thing has some authority in it that we have to uh, look to. And uh, uh, the bishopric or the priesthood has been something through the ages of time that men and women have looked to as being their support unto God. Amen. Amen. And the Bible said, And thou shalt make upon the breastplate chains and the ends of breathing work of pure gold. Thou shalt make upon the breastplate two rings of gold, and shalt put the two rings on the two ends of the breastplate. And thou shalt put the two wreathing chains of gold in the two rings, which are in the ends of the breastplate, and on the other two ends, of the two wreathing chains thou shalt fasten in the two arches and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod before it. 
Thou shalt make two rings of gold, and thou shalt put them upon the two ends of the breastplate and the border thereof, which is of the side of the ephod inward. And two other rings of gold shalt thou make, and shalt put them on the two sides of the ephod underneath, toward the forepart thereof, over against the other companies thereof, above the curious girdle of the ephod. And they shall bind the breastplate by the rings thereof, unto the rings of the ephod, the lace of blue, that it may be above the curious girdle of the ephod, and that the breastplate should not be loosed from the ephod. And Aaron shall bear the names of the children of Israel in the breastplate of judgment upon his heart, when he goeth in unto the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. And thou shalt put the breastplate of judgment, the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be upon Aaron's heart when he goeth in before the Lord. And Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel upon his heart before the Lord continually. That's why Brother Rain said that he prays for you sometimes till daybreak. And I would not, I would, wouldn't want to see the hands, but I could almost guess the hands that prayed from dark to daylight. I'd say it's just like that man. That's the difference in the priesthood, brother. He has something on his heart. As the Aaron did the children of Israel. This people right here stays on your heart continually, don't they, brother? Amen. And it went on to say, and thou shalt, and thou shalt make the robe of the ephod all of blue. There shall be a hole in the top of it, in the midst thereof, it shall have a binding of woven work round about the hole of it, as it were the hole of an arrogant, that it be not rent. And beneath of the hem of it thou shalt make pomegranates of blue and of purple and of scarlet round about the hem thereof, and bales of gold between them round about. A golden bale and a pomegranate, a golden bale and a pomegranate upon the hem of the robe round about. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister. His sound shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before the Lord, and when he cometh back that he die not. And thou shalt make a plate of pure gold and great upon it like the engravings of a signet, holiness to the Lord. You talk about a beautiful uh, piece of something to wear. We ain't dressed like that tonight, Elder. That, that's like the ever back here said tonight as he was giving him the prayer request. Those things were under the law. We don't have to dress like that because we're not the high priest tonight. We're just a minister standing in the stead of Jesus until He comes again for the church, the bride of Christ. And uh, you say, Brother Jeff, you're putting you and the preachers in a big place. I'm not the Bible, but it's that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and uh, we can't help that God called us to be put in that place. He put us to stand here until Jesus comes again. Amen. Amen. And uh, I want to preach just a little while uh, from verse... 33, and I, I could have preached in 36. I like to preach about holiness unto the Lord. And Hebrews 12, and, and the 12 said, uh, follow, or 14 said, follow peace with all men and holiness, with that which no man shall see the Lord. And, and I like that the Pentecostal power. Amen. That she was a saying a while ago, Elder, that God was sent among us. Amen. Amen. I like it. And uh, having been raised from a child, to see men and women sing and shout, and be moved to the power of God. I still like to see it in this yeah, house. Amen. Amen. But let me read again. And after reading about this beautiful garment, this high priest Aaron was to wear, let me 
read again in verse 33. And beneath the the hem of it, that's down next to the floor, <laughs> thou shalt make pomegranates, it'd be rough if we had to wear a lot of pomegranates to the hem of garments today. Amen. Help me now, sister. Amen. And uh, it went on to say, garments of blue and of purple and of scarlet, round about the hem thereof, and veils of gold between them round the back. Now, we know that in the second uh, chapter, third chapter of 1 Peter, that it teaches us against the outward anointing and the putting on of gold. Amen. So we understand that this was under the law. Amen. We don't buy gold according to uh, grace dispensation now. That's for the world, church. Amen. 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 It went on to say, a golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate upon the hem of the robe around about it. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister, and his sound shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before the Lord, and when he cometh out that he die not. Amen. I'm sure Brother Junior's a Bible scholar, and he'll have to help me here tonight. He can learn the Bible like he play a piano. He'd be quoting scriptures right now. Amen. Help me while I'll preach now, Brother Junior. The Lord give me a little message, and I want to preach to us. All right, brother. All right. Well, as I looked at the high priest and uh, the garment that he wore there, Brother Tom, the Bible said there was a veil and a pomegranate on the robe of this great linen ephod that God told Moses to make for the high priest to wear. And the Bible said the veil and the pomegranate was for when he went into the holy place to minister for the needs of the people that his sound could be heard. Well, you say, Brother Jeff, why was all of that? A lot of people don't read in the old Bible. I'll tell you, there's some messages in it. Yes, Amen. 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 It plainly tells us that when the high priest was the only one, brother, that could offer up the sin sacrifice, wasn't it? The Bible said they brought in a goat and they, and David prophesied the book of Psalms and he said, Thou shalt bind the sacrifice with cords to the altar. Amen. I'll tell you, if you want to look at it, they had to bring in a heifer, or a bullock, or a goat, or a lamb. And I can see them pulling an old goat or heifer up the aisle down to the high priest. And that thing of blatant and knowing that it's fixing to get his throat cut. And they had to bind with cords to the altar till the priest could get that. I'll tell you, we just about got to pull some of you down the aisle. You're blatant and a carrying off. Get them on the altar, Helen. Hey, so. Amen. Oh, I'll tell you, if you can get yourself to you bind your sacrifice, and Romans 12 and 1 said, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, and it will be no service. Amen. It ain't the goats and the heifer, brother. I'd be sinless. I'd be in sin tonight because I don't own one. Now, I'm sorry I got my child, a white goat, to pull a wagon in with that little boy back there, but he wouldn't let me kill him. <laughs> so I'd be in sin. But I'll tell you, I brought myself 
Turn off tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Boy, that old mom and dad that just signed. Amen. And uh, carried me to church ever since I was a child, Brother Tom. I come down the aisle on that side of the building. Amen. A dope addict and a drunkard. Amen. Out in an altar prayer until grace flooded my soul. And that's in the past, brother. That's what God can do. I'm glad. Well, I better preach. I'll get too long. Amen. I wanted to preach about the tinkling of the bells. Amen. Oh, glory. Hey, brother, could you read something for me? I, I preach this away, and if it's old time, that's all right. But Hebrews 2 and 9 through 18. And, uh, Brother Bill, come read for me, brother. <clears throat> I want you to give me Hebrews 4 and 14 through 16. Yes. Hebrews 4 and 14 through 16. All right, brother. If you find it and you got it, I want you to read for me. And uh, I have a hope of the Lord. I'd like to see him do something tonight. Amen. I like to see the Holy Ghost move in. Until our hearts can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Or somebody be saved. Or somebody make a dedication to God for a sanctified life. And say, I'm going to go with God. Amen. All right, brother, read for me. What did he say? But we see Jesus. Read on. Who was made a little lower than the angels, crowned with glory and with honor. Read on. That he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Read on. For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, to bring many sons unto what? Unto glory. To make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering, did he say? Amen. Read on. For both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified. You know, we're living in an hour where people won't hardly testify to being sanctified. I still like that prayer prayed in the 17th chapter of John and verse 17. He said sanctify and that's past tense. You don't go into that brother. It's a work done when God does it. Amen. Amen. I know we all believe in sanctification. I've raised up in this country. Read on brother. Amen. They are all of one. <laughs> For which cause he's not ashamed to call them brethren. Amen. Read on. Saying, I'll declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church, but I sing praises unto them. And again, I'll put my trust in them. And again, behold, I am the children which God hath given me. All right, read. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself, that son of God, Brother Billy, that babe that was over yonder, when that Gabriel that said to Mary, he said, I am Gabriel that standeth in the presence of God. And that holy thing that thou shalt conceive when the Holy Ghost shall be and his name shall be called Jesus for he shall save his people if you're sinning tonight you're not of God for the Bible said he that said is of the devil you can't sin and get 
glad that we can preach a full gospel to know that we ain't got a sin every day. Amen. We may as well take our holiness name down and Pentecost the name elder if we got a sin every day and join the big church on the corner where they got a roll of about a thousand. But I'm glad to know that I can live free and above sin because of that holy child that the angel said he shall say it's people from their sin. So he can be made the captain of this salvation and bringing many sons unto him. Amen. And notice yonder on the hillside, he didn't come in like some great uh, priest or prince of this hour. And brethren, the Bible said in Luke 2 and 6, and while it was, and it was so while they were there, that the time was accomplished that she should be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the hill and there was in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over the flock by night and lo the angel of the Lord came upon them and the Lord the Lord shone round about them giving to the Lord a shepherd yeah, said it ain't many wise, and it ain't many mighty, and it ain't many noble, but it's been delivered unto thy children of the dumb, could I say. Hell, yeah, these people preaching death, so I'm going to probably preach a long time. Amen. Brother Tom, old John was sitting over there in the prison for telling Philip it's unlawful for you to have or Mary. It's unlawful for you to have your brother Philip's wife. And it's not to get some iron heads cut off, hell. We're preaching against the devil. We're just creeping in the harness. Amen. But it's still gospel. Amen. And when God called me to preach, I told him that I'd preach the gospel without feeling favor or fear. Amen. Oh, glory. And John was sitting over there in the prison. The man that came bringing in the Son of God, the very child, when Mary told Elizabeth the salutation of what the angel had told her, the Bible said that the babe leaped in her womb and she was filled with the Holy Ghost. There wasn't no Holy Ghost blessing before Pentecost. Don't tell me. Elizabeth got filled and Zacharias did too. The Bible said he called for a pen. And they said his name was going to be Zacharias. He called for a pen, making most. The Bible said he wrote his name this to be called John. And immediately the strings of his tongue was loose, and he was filled with the Holy Ghost.
Jordan. And the Bible said in John the first chapter, in Mark the second chapter, he told him, you generation of vipers who had warned you to flee the wrath of God. John was a preaching that there's one coming after me who's brighter than I, whose shoes are not worthy to step down enough loose. I need baptize you with water, but him that cometh after me shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost in water, whose falls his hand.
himself said, Brother James. Yeah. He said, What went you out to see? A reed shaken by the wind? That's the way a lot of these preachers these day, they stand behind the pulpit and tremble and shake them. God, you got hold of I'm going to preach up a while on the tinkle of the bells. He said, what did you have to see? A man clothed in fine raiment. You said, them clothed in fine raiment. So they abide in the king's palace. You know what John, the Bible said of him? said that he was a child and he went into the wilderness and waxed strong until the day of his appearing. And when he came up out of the wilderness, he was clothed with camel skin and a leather dirt around his back and his feet was locusts and wild. Would we like to see it get strong enough in here tonight? That Brother Tom, every bit that illness would leave. You say God can't do it? Yes, yes, God yes, can. Yes, yes, God can. Yes, yes, 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 but I honor the pastor when I go to his church. So anytime you say it's too long, Elder, you you sing it down or something. I'll be witnessing. What was I saying, Brother James? I forgot. I got a lot. Uh, I forget sometimes, man. What was it? I forgot what I was going to say. Anyhow, John was standing over there by the river Jordan. Amen. But Jesus went on to say that again. He said, what makes you have to see a prophet? He said, yea, more than a prophet. For never a man born a woman greater than John the Baptist. But he didn't quit that in him. He said, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than him. Sister said she got saved last Sunday night. Probably everybody in this field has been saved longer than she she may be the least in the kingdom as far as this congregation, but if she'd been washed by the blood of Jesus, she'd greater John than that. Amen. That's right. Sometimes we let years and knowledge, as Brother Wilbur said, get us to thinking that we're infallible. It makes that holy priest, the Catholic, call Holy Father. Say he's infallible. He can drink wine and liquor and curse and lay around with anything, but he's infallible. It's not so, brethren. He's a sinner. Amen. 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 John looked up at the river Jordan. He saw this man coming. All of a sudden, his soul, his heart began to quiver. He said, Behold the Lamb of God. Amen. Our lives was turned upon this lone figure of which we call the lonely Galilee. Amen. Here he comes down the shores of a Jordan River yeah. until Sister Jones, John said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. Amen. All right. It wasn't John that saved me that night, brother. It wasn't John that makes me feel what I feel.
believed in him so that while he was over yonder in prison, he said, go. He sent two disciples. said, ask him, are thou the Christ? Or shall we look for another? The Bible said that he came to him. And I could see him as they asked him, are you the Messiah, the Son of God? He said, you go tell John that the blinded eyes are being opened, that the deaf ears are being unsound, that the lame are leaping, that the dumbs are saying, that the lepers are being cleansed, and the dead's being raised. And the poor stacked the gospel preached so I could just as I'd see John as he shook the chains that bound him. That's him. That man from Galilee. That's the Son of God. But I preach sure to come here. Yes, Bless him. Hallelujah. Bless him. Oh, Bless him, Lord. Bless him, Lord. Well, I got out of breath before I got to my message. Read on, brother. Amen. Right here we was. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood. He also himself likewise. I didn't finish quoting that scripture a while ago. In the same country that I was shepherds about in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. Though the angel of the Lord came upon them to look the glory, though the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. The angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good times of great joy. Good times of great joy. all people. Right. Not just the Jews, but to all people didn't say. Amen. 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 And then he went on to say, For behold, in the city of David, the Savior is born, which is Christ the Lord. Amen. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. And that's what we've been celebrating here, Brother Junior. That baby that come. At this time of the year, some say, I don't know when he come, I just believe that he came. Amen. Amen. And the Bible said that the angel went away into the heaven. And while and as they went away, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go now even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord hath made known unto us. And it said, And they came and found Mary and Joseph and the babe a lying in a manger. For as much as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself also became mortal man. That's right. Amen. I'm getting too long, brother. Come on now. That through death he might destroy him who had power over death, that is to say the devil. First Corinthians 15. And I forget what verse it is, but it said the last enemy that shall be destroyed oh, is death. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Read on, brother. I won't get too long. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject unto bondage. Read on. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on himself the seed of Abraham. Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren. That he, now, now this is what we're getting. That he might be a merciful and a faithful high priest. Amen. Oh, Lord. Now remember, brethren, that I just read to you that the priest under the law that went in unto the holiest of holies had a veil and a pot.
pomegranate around the hem of that beautiful girl and that robe they wore. But brethren, the high priest was done away with the day that Jesus came in. Amen. 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 Would you read for me, brother, so I can preach a while? Amen. Seeing then that we Seeing have, then that we have a, great high, a great high priest which is passed into heaven. Jesus the Son of God. Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast, us hold fast our profession yeah. without wavering. Amen. Read on. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but with an all points was tried like as unto we, yet without sin. Is that through 18? Amen. That's far enough, brother. Amen. And so I got to look in the scene about old brother Aaron. That if God did not accept the sin sacrifice, ever he threw them in there in the holy place, didn't he? Amen. Amen. The Bible said the bells would be for the sound when he goeth into the holy place and when he comes out. And what I want to preach about, sister, is that when that high priest was behind the veil, you could hear the tinkling of the bells and you knew he was making intercession for you. But we ain't got a high priest today, none other than the Son of God who has passed into the heavens. But there's been some midnight hours when the people raised and the darkness was on that I heard the tinkling of the bells and I knew that Jesus wasn't moving around for me. Amen. That's what I wonder Have you ever felt him moving around for you? Now, let me ask any of you, have you ever saw the Son of God? Now, Brother Bobby, don't tell me you have. You just saw a bright light. That wasn't Jesus. No man seen God live. <laughs> now we may have saw his appearance. We may saw his likeness. But we ain't never seen the Son of God. <laughs> no, brother. There's been men that got close enough till they have beheld the brightness of his appearance. They knew that they was in the presence of the Son of God. The, 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 the king Nebuchadnezzar looked in and said, Did we not cast three men down into the midst of our infirmities? And then in the sixth chapter he said, Lo, I see four men in the fourth, and the fourth man is likened to the Son of God. But God said in later verses that he sent his angel down. So it wasn't God. That's right. Oh, I'm telling you, brethren, by the gospel that these brethren read, they read it, I didn't. There was a man that hung on a cross of Calvary until that crown of thorns pierced his precious crown. Till the blood comes screaming down. Oh, glory. Until they mocked him and they scourged him. And they made him tear the cross Amen. until he stumbled beneath the load. After three or four days in the Sanhedrin court, and your beard being plucked out, and your head smoked with a reed, and brutal trials and scourgings, I wonder how you'd have felt for him. They said they compelled one Simon of Cyrene to bear the cross. Amen. Amen. To stop without the brow. Of the hill, and this is what he said. 
the women was following him weeping. He Amen. said, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. Amen. Saying they've done this to a green tree. Amen. How much more will they do it to the dry? He took him out of the crime of God got the seal. The place called the skull. Amen. Amen. I can see them as they had fashioned across from a tree. The Bible said they nailed his hands and his feet to the tree. Amen. The Bible said Paul speaking. Jesus said himself to Paul that no man took my life, but I lay it down. Amen. He said, told Pilate. Pilate said, man, look you not that I have power to release you or to crucify you. He said, you ain't got no power save that my Father which is in heaven giveth you breath to Job said God holds his breath in the palm of our breath in the palm of his hand. At any moment, any of you sitting in this congregation, he could close his hand. He could have a stroke or a heart attack and be hurled to God's judgment bar. Friends, you are the mercies of God. Sometimes we take it for granted that I'm going to be here tomorrow night. I'm telling you, God, you should choose, brother. We can lose everything in a moment's time. Amen. I can almost see him. I studied the death of the crucifixion. They say one of the most torturous is death. Then a man could die, brother. I can see them as they upraise that cross. It falls put into place, brother. Jones and the hole on the ground. As his bones and his ligaments begin to fall and be pulled apart, the weight of his body pulled down on his hands, a crown of thorns pressed in his head, his back beaten with 39 stripes for the heathen of his people pressed to the cross of an old rubber tree. The Son of God. That man that you know died, kneeling for sin. Amen. Glory. It had to be, brother. It had to be that he died. If he had not died, you'd have not been saved. I'd have not been saved. Amen. If he had not gave his life up, if he said, when he said, I could have called more than 12 years of angels. If he would have called him in elder and they'd have set him free. We'd have still been struggling in our sins. But thanks be unto God that died on a rugged tree for the perpetuation of a sinful world. Come on, man. I can see him the third hour. In the sixth hour, something's taking place. Amen. The Bible said that there's an earthquake. That's right. The Bible said that darkness started covering the face of the earth. He's a crying out. Give him drink. And they gave him vinegar mixed with God. Put it on the rod. Thrust it to him. And Brother, I can see him turn away his head. That's right. Our faithful high priest. The Bible said he learned. Didn't you read from it? Really? He became the captain of our salvation through suffering. Yeah. He told us in Colossians, the second chapter, that he thought it not robber to be equal with God, took upon himself no vain reputation. 
But apparently took upon himself the nature of man and became right. obedient even unto the death of the cross. Amen. Bless him, man. Oh, glory. Come on now. Until the Bible said that the earth began to shake and the dead got up uh -huh. and walked into town Amen. and was seen and known to many. That's right. Out of town on an old rugged tree with lightning piercing the sky and the clouds rolling dark and an earthquake shaking the world. At the ninth hour he cries, Eloah, Eloah, the Masabachthani, which is by interpretation, John said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Amen. And but moments before his death, the writer Matthew and the writer Luke said he cried with a loud voice, but they did not say what he cried. But the writer John said he cried. It is finished. And when he cried, it is finished. Over yonder, that veil where the high priest had to enter in behind, a big angel out of the midst of the glory world came down. And he grabbed that thing at the top and he read it to the bottom. And it made access for me and you. Hebrews 10 and 19 says, Having therefore bought us, brethren, by the mercies of God, we can enter in unto the holiest of holies by new and living way. That is to say, being consecrated through the veil of his flesh. There's been some nights spent sleepless when pain racked these bodies. We knew the man, although if we did have a go down, they'd here to take it behind that veil. And we know the veil in here, Brother James, because God rent it in twain. But rather somewhere in the midst of the heavens, he's passed beyond the veil that I can't yeah. see. Yeah. I've heard the bells of the tinkling of the Son of God. Brother Wilbur, after I fasted and prayed, until heaven began to flood my soul. And all of a sudden, when the devil said, you ain't going to get no answer. All of a sudden, when the devil said, that you can't be saved. All of a sudden, when the devil said, you can't be sanctified. And you can't have the Holy Ghost. You're not worthy. All of a sudden, when the devil says, you're not worthy to lead the singing. And you know you've been living right. I can't see him, but I can hear the sound of him. Yes, Just like they heard Aaron. And sometimes ever I close my eyes when the devil said you came. And I could hear the tinkling of the bells of the precious Son of God as he moved about in the midst of paradise. And I heard a great big voice say, Son, you can. You can, Our oldest boy is sitting here tonight. We love him. He's grown up to be a fine young man. <laughs> Amen. We watched him pray through the past few months. We watched Daryl as he prayed. I preached to him, and he thinks no one can preach like Dad. <laughs> All right. All right, come on. Oh, All right, brother. You don't think nobody preaches like Dad. I know you do. He's Dad. That's right. With him, he leave a big pile of here on the altar. Get up and walk away. I'm staying. I really don't know. I haven't questioned my son to ask.
asking what kept him from going through to God, whether it was a total dedication of wanting to give everything up. You've got to give everything up. You can't hold on to part of the world if you are. Oh, brother, you ain't all the way there yet. I didn't know maybe what was keeping our son from being saved. But we went out to the fellowship meeting at Prim, Arkansas. Preach begin to preach that the axe is laid to the root of every tree. They made the altar invitation and someone went back. Our son came to the Lord to pray. I watched him as he knelt on this side of the church, brother. He prayed and he cried as the other saints prayed, a big congregation there. Amen. <coughs> He prayed not five minutes or ten, but probably beyond half an hour, brother. After a while, I saw him get up, and I knew he was sincere. He left a big puddle of tears on the padded pew, and I saw where they had soaked through the material. Yeah. His heart was broken. Yeah. He saw him take off at a fast walk. He's got Indian in him, and they're different people. They don't want just their emotions showing. I watched him as he walked to the back, and brother got up and he walked to the back and I bowed my head and I knew that thou wasn't saved. I'm Father. I know the only peace you'll have is salvation. Amen. Amen. I bowed my head and said, Oh God, oh God, oh God, when are you going to do the work? When are you going to save him? When are you going to save him? I looked up and here he come back down the aisle just about this fast. And that brother on his trail like a hound dog chasing a coon. I watched him fall down to the altar. He began to pray. And I watched some of the greatest men that's ever walked on God's green earth lay their hands on that boy and begin to pray. Amen. I'm talking about ministers that I hold to the highest thing. Amen. Men worthy of all acceptation. That's lived through the years with that sinner spot. I watched them as they battle against forces of hell, Elder, just like you have for these souls of these sheep right here. Amen. And it lifted after a while, and I bowed my head again to the sun. Oh, God. Oh, God. My heart broken. Tears coming down my cheeks. Yes. Your concern. I know that he can't go in because daddy's a preacher. I know that he must be born again. I saw the spirit as it lifted. And I wondered, God, is he going to leave again? And all of a sudden, as our hearts begin to be bowed with a burden that maybe, just maybe, he can't be saved, I heard a faint tinkling way yonder in the glory world. As a son of God looked over and said, I'm dying for that little poor boy. Until after a while, the tinkling became greater. And he was a moving round for my family, brother. <laughs> Billy, has he ever moved around for you, my brother? When I've seen you stand on these benches and saying, do you want to shout? I know sure as certain that God's been a moving around for us. And we come to the house of God sometimes and sit like a bunch of 
did it, but God's the same. You might change, but God never changed. He said, I'm the same yesterday and today and forever. And if you're lost tonight, don't go home and say, because God can save you. Amen. <laughs> oh, glory. I'm preaching a long time, Elder. This elder said, what about them roosters from? Brother, you will stay with me. Hey. I was called to Arkansas a few days ago. A brother that we hadn't grown to love got some land leased in Oklahoma from where my wife is, and we go there about every year to hunt during deer season. And for Thanksgiving, I go up on the mountain to hunt. Brother Charles come up in Oklahoma from Arkansas to hunt with us. Amen. <coughs> and we've grown to be good friends. His daughter smoked with leukemia back in the beginning of this year, or September of last year, I think it was. Went to the hospitals, and the doctors wrung their hands at the children's hospital in Little Rock, Arkansas. Told Brother Charles and Sister Betty Chandler, it's done, it's finished, it's up to a higher power. Sister Jones, they begin to fleece God and pray. Amen. And across America, the saints begin to bind together for Lanisha Chandler, precious young girl at the age of 17 years old. They bound together so until they took her for a checkup. And the doctors checked her and come rushing out of the hospital room. Said, Mr. Chandler, something has happened. We can't find a trace of the case. That's right, brother. I'm talking about knots all in that young girl's chest. My wife saw her with no hair on her head from treatments. We saw her as she would walk around the altar with the young, young girls to clap her hands so feebly with slow offering steps. Raise her hands and say, though he slay me, yet I trust him. That was her word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about I've heard the tinkling of the bell before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get happy when he moved for that family, brother, just like he moved for me. Come on now. Bless him, some people's awful selfish, ain't they, brother? They always want God to do it for me, for me, for me, and they never give. More blessed to give than if they're Well, she lived that way for seven months, brother Sonny, without a pain. Her daddy and her mother, she was a tomboy, she was a girl. I called her one day and said, Brother Charles, how's Lanisha? She said she's outside riding a pony. That's a girl that couldn't hardly walk. Looking. <laughs> Treatments had all of her hair gone, Brother Jimmy. I said, All right, she's healed. God healed her for seven months without a trace of leukemia. And on September of this year, smote again with her just that quick. She told him, She said, God healed me to let me know that his power is the same. She said, At the age of 17, with such faith, that God healed me to let me know he could do anything. She sold her daddy. She lay on her deathbed. The words again, though he slay me, yet I trust him. They called just a few weeks before she was smote again, 
sister. She was trying to get a job. They asked her, Lanisha, have you had any problems? She wrote on her application, I've had leukemia. They said, girl, you have leukemia. You don't show the signs of leukemia. You send to Little Rock, Arkansas, and get your papers showing you have leukemia. She brought the papers in. A black lady that took care of her papers there told Lanisha, girl, you need to get a lot of these children and take them where you've been. <laughs> All right, brother. That's right. That nurse knew she'd been in the presence of God. The bells got the tinkling for that family, brother. Amen. And so, in just a few weeks after them knowing she had no trace of leukemia, she was struck again. Brother Charles called me and said, Brother Jim, the family wants you to come. I, we was, Brethren was coming by. We was having our Thanksgiving meeting. And uh, uh, people from was visiting, and I told him I just can't come right now. Brethren, if you get where you're dismissed, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to try to preach a while longer. They called for us to come, and I said, Brother Charles, I can't come right now. He said, I wish you'd come, brother. I said, I'll come as soon as I can get there. And I called him every day and checked with him, and I say, how's Lanisha? And he says, she's bad. And I called him again, how's Lanisha? She's bad. I told him, brother, I'm leaving Sunday evening after church. About eight hours drive there, or nine hours, we drove in and got to Brother Sammy Cockles, and I visited with him about an hour. He had been over there that day, and I just kind of wanted to see how things were. So when I went into the home, I'd kind of have a feel, maybe how things was. And uh, Brother Sammy went over with me, and we walked in, and Brother Charles met me at the door, an old, tall, long Arkansas lived way back out in the sticks. Just a poor family hugged my neck, and wept on my shoulder and cried. I cried on his shoulder. I've spent a many hours with that man. We walked to the bedside of a young girl who was white, just about as white as this, laying there, her arms tossing in fitless rest. Brother Charles, them trying to play music just to settle her conscience down. Laying there with blood kicked all around her mouth and her nose from hemorrhaging. Saying, though he slay me, yet I trust him. We walked to the bedside. I looked down, brother. I felt so hopeless. What is, what is man? You're nothing. nothing. That's right. You're just a piece of dirt. God does the work if there's any work done. Amen. We walked to the bedside and turned and sat down on the old man. Brother Charles with his head in his hand. I asked him, how is it, brother? And he told me the story. I said, she's dying. I said, she's going to die. He said, I'm afraid she's going into a coma. Maybe last two or three days like that. I was afraid of a big hemorrhage from the nose, the ears, and the eyes. And that has most, is the most common thing for leukemia patients. And though she's sitting there, laying there, after a while she became restless, and Brother Charles said, can we pray? We walked to that bed, hid in that bed, and began to pray for that precious child laying there, 17 years old. We prayed until she became calm. She was conscious doing all this. She'd say, I'm hot. They'd turn on the air conditioner. I'm cold. They'd turn it off. I want to hear some music. She's just talked about things like that. And the room full of sickness. You could smell it. 
sickness and death there. My two little children and my wife sitting there, they got to see the saint of God pass on over. Amen. We begin to pray, and I didn't know how Brother Charles wanted to pray. You've been in those situations, brother. I didn't know if he wanted to pray for healing or for a safe passage. We prayed the first time, and I just begged God to move for the family, move for this young girl. After a while, we bowed down to pray the second time, and he started praying, God, send your best angels. That poor, poor family don't have a lot in this world. Was a begging for his best angels. Oh. I knew then, Brother Tom, how he wanted us to pray. As she became restless again, I stepped to the head of the bed. Brother Sammy had stepped outside. Brother Charles slumped in the, about 2 o'clock in the morning. I stepped to the head of the bed and bowed my head and began to talk to God like he was standing there for he was. I began to beg God to take her. Lord, she said she's ready to go. She said, though you slay her, yet she's going to trust you. Don't let her linger in pain, God. Would you take her home? And just about that quick, Brother James, the breathing changed. It became shorter. I looked for Brother Charles and I motioned for him as the Holy Ghost began to fill the room. As sisters that were sitting on her bedside and her sisters that was lost, my wife and my children sitting there, God just dispatched the great angel from heaven to carry that spirit from earth back to God that gave it. Yeah. Brother Charles walked to the bedside and melted down. A man about six foot five. Melted down, grabbed me around the waist and said, Brother Jeff, it changed, didn't it? I said, yes, brother. Just a few minutes, she'll be gone. Amen. She opened her mouth and said these words. Her sister that was bent right over. As she opened that blood-crusted mouth and said, I wish they'd hurry. They're here. I want to go with them. Hallelujah. I stood there, brother, and saw that. They're here. I want to go with them. I wish they'd hurry. Brother, as we continue to pray for our best angel from heaven to bear that soul away, I heard a tinkling of a great high priest. Eat of a son of a kid of a hundred, eat of a kid of a son of a head. Somewhere in the glory world, brother. Lord, we ain't alone, Elder. God, if we can live in a way that we can be pleased and in sight of God, when we get ready to cross that death chilling time, there'll be someone there to guide us on over. Amen. Just a few seconds before she pulled her last breath, as the saints of God begin to speak in tongues, them sisters begin to share the world in that room. I thought for a moment that I'd have to ask them, saints, don't hold on to her. She's fixing to leave out of here. Hallelujah. They settled down, and the spirit became rich again. As I saw a rose plucked from this garden and placed in the garden of God. And just a few seconds before she died, brother, she opened her eyes and locked them on her daddy, as if looking to him and saying, Farewell, Dad. Farewell. <laughs> you think you say real? It's real, brother. It's real. There's something about going to heaven that makes this boy that gravel and red.
my wife knows it. She was there. My children witnessed it. On a cold October night, in the late October, we walked out the next morning to that little countryside home. They had three peace roses planted in front of their bay window, that old home back in the sticks. And that night, and it ain't common for roses to bloom in late October, a rose had bloomed on that vine, Sister Wilson. A beautiful yellow rose. Just a token that God sent back. Just somehow God loves his children. I told him he just gave you that little rose to let you know he plucked this one. That's 17 years and 3 months and 13 days on the streets of the garden of God. I bloom forever and ever. I'm telling you, there's been some times, church, that I've heard the bells of our high priest of moving about. And I'd like to sing through the loud. But this meeting right here, oh, brother and God can. He can. Oh, I see you one night when the waves got tempestuous. Uh, yeah, and Peter yeah. said, Master, can't thou not that we perish? Uh, he was down in the hand of part of the ship, fast asleep. But Jason John heard something uh, as the bells got to rattling and the priest began to move about. He said, Peace be still. Yeah. And there was a great calm. And he can say, Peace yeah. be still to your soul. like a flood. Then the Spirit of the Lord lift up a standard against him. There's been a many a day elder. The devil probably thought he had sunk your boat down in Florida. But somebody got the moon about it and the bells rang again for Tom Jones. And he left you here for a purpose maybe to say across the bridge. Say it again, elder.
One brother said a man got in my face and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and he never did. <laughs> For the world, I got saved, that little half-breed Cherokee and then sitting there telling you. I didn't only look for fights, I scarred them. I wasn't scared of none of you. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I guess, by the grace of God, you can knock me tonight. My poor, precious little dad has got a crooked back, a short leg in one eye, and six fingers on one hand before he had to call. Watch me stand and take a beating with a shovel till I've lost partial feeling in that part of my arm. All of a sudden, a warm feeling crept over me and enveloped me, and I said, God, Whatever comes my way, if I can feel this, I can make it. Amen. It wasn't this old boy's way to take stuff like that. My poor wife will tell you. She knows. The blood would run on for the kill. But somewhere God has saved a poor wretch like me. <laughs> I wasn't near as bad as Legion's brother. All of a sudden he looked up because he heard something coming. Amen. The bell just got the tinkling on the shores of the Gadarenes. And, and it's coming through the tombs. Yeah. What is it? That's right. And the devil's beginning to cry out. Why, come thou to us? Why can't you us before our time? Before time. We know that you're going to find us and we're reserved in chains of darkness and everlasting fire right. contempt. But why get bothered this now, God? Before that poor man that was possessed with him, all of a sudden Jesus on, walked up to him. Uh -huh. he, they got the begging him. They knew they was having to go. Right. They saw some pigs of feeding uh -huh. on a seat place and they said, let us go in the swine. That's right. Jesus just said go. go. That poor man that was bound by demons uh -huh. that chains couldn't bind him got loose That's right. and started walking down that dusty road for the Son of God. Clothed in his right mind. And the people said, get him out of here. That man surely is going to turn his place upside down. That's what they do to the man God Wainsboro. They wish he'd die. Tell you what, brother. God made living and leaving here at 110 just to plague the devil. Ah, glory. Come on, brother. That's indeed. Brother Jones, I didn't preach as long over Sandy Bottom. Praise, praise. Bless him, Lord. Bless him. Oh, I can preach tonight to the crows. Get a fly in the morning straight line, I believe. Say on, brother. Praise, That man over yonder the tombs. Martha. His sister said, Lord, if you'd have been here, Lazarus had not died. He said, well, Mark, I believe Lazarus will live again. Yay, Lord. First resurrection. That's right, the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he, Revelation 29, that part of the first resurrection. Of On first such resurrection. a second death, I have no power. No you die on the second death, you're a sinner man. That's right. Amen. Heaven's eternal life, hell's eternal death. That's Amen. right. You know what Jesus said? He said, show me where you lay. That's right. He didn't say, I know he's been dead four days. He didn't argue with her. He just said, show me where you laid him. He probably passed by many a tomb. Yeah. But finally, they come to the tomb of Lazarus. Yeah. The man who by now stinking. Yeah. He said, in John 11 33, the Bible said Jesus wept. 
The Jews said, Behold, how he loved him. Yeah. He lifted up his eyes. He said, Father, not for my sake, but for these people that are here, that they might see the power of God. Yeah. Let this thing be done or grant unto us this day. Right. He said, Roll away the stone. Amen. Amen. And that man that suffered and tasted of death, that he might conquer him who had the power of death, that is the devil. <laughs> yeah. Reached to his side because of Revelations 1 and 17 tells me, he said, I'm he that was dead and alive forevermore and had the keys of hell and of death. He had them before he came out of the grave, brother. Yeah. <laughs> he shot them at the tomb or, or the funeral possession and, and delivered that widow's son to her. He had to have the keys of death. Don't let the devil tell you he can kill you. The devil can't take your life. It's in God's hands. Well, the Bible said he said roll away the stone. If you'd have listened right carefully, you'd have heard him begin moving around the holy place. The bells started tinkling. All of a sudden, Bible said he cried with a loud voice. Lazarus, come forth. And echoed through the countless ages of eternity till it pierced the paradise of God. Lazarus began looking around. He said, boys, I just heard Jesus calling. Can you imagine that? Why, brethren, John 5 and 25 said, Marvel not at this for the hour coming, that all that's in the grave shall hear his voice. And some shall come out unto everlasting life, and others unto everlasting death. Brother, you're going to hear his voice. My God, 1 Corinthians, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 18, he said, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout of an archangel, with the noise. What, brother, his voice is going to sound so loud. That it's going to wake up the dead. He said, Lazarus, come forth. He looked around the man and said, Excuse me, Abraham, Lazarus, Jacob, I showed Israel. I said, I got to get out of here before I hear Jesus calling. He did, brother. The Bible said he came forth wrapped in grave clothes. Jesus said, Loose it. Let him go. Take the napkin off his head. God, help us. We can't hear the tinkling of the bell sometime. We ain't listening, saints. I know why you ain't shouting tonight, Father. I wore you plumb slack jacket. It's good, bro. You stay on. Stay on, bro. Oh, sure feel like preaching. You stay on, bro. Come on. It's Revelation, the fifth chapter, sister. The Bible said <laughs> that they got to looking for a man. Said they searched heaven over. Heaven. I'm going to quit here now. No, Said they got to searching heaven over for one word. And still the elders. Said I wept much because no man was found worthy to take the book and to loose the seal thereof. Amen. And said one of the elders said unto me, John, weep not. For behold, the line of the tribe of Judah hath prevailed to take this book and loose the seal thereof. And John said, And lo, I looked, and I saw a lamb standing in the midst of Mount Zion that had been slain before the foundation of the world. And he said, He took the book out of his right hand. 
Oh, brother, he couldn't find Abraham because Abraham wasn't worthy enough. He couldn't get Moses to loose the book and open the seals because Moses wasn't worthy. And David sinned and committed adultery. But Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, now I preach for them and open the book and loose the seals. And thanks to God, I believe he's coming back for a church that's made herself ready when he gets it open after Tinkling of the bells got the sound in heaven. When that lamb, spotless, walked over and took the book out of his hand and said, I'll loose the seals. That's it. Glory, Brother Billy. Feel like preaching. You go ahead. You ought to feel like it. Well, you go ahead. Oh, I'm going to go right uh, oh, old Brother Bartimaeus, Brother Junior, you know about behind Bartimaeus, don't you? I'm a city set by the Haver Highway side of Bay, son of Timaeus. Oh, all of a sudden, he heard somebody. He didn't see him. Remember? The bells were for hearing, and Bartimaeus is blind. He couldn't see him. Couldn't see, brother. But he heard sound coming down. Psalm said that dusty road. How a little bit dusty it might have been raining that day. Uh, we work on our imagination sometimes, don't we? Amen. Barnabas uh, knew the footsteps of the Roman legs. But they were empowered that time. He probably heard them marching in out of the city of Jericho because they kept strict rule over everything in the cities around the back of Judea and Samaria. Brother, he knew the footsteps was different because around the hem of this man's garment, bells was tinkling. Oh, Artemis knew that this must be the Son of God. Oh, brethren, he got the cry out of Jesus, our Son of David. And the crowd tried to restrain him. He cried the more, didn't he? Help him? Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy. Have mercy on me. And the bells got to ringing louder. And Jesus finally stood still. And he said, Barnabas. And Peter said, Arise, man, be of good cheer. He called for thee. And you know what? The Bible said he cast aside his garment, arose, and came to Jesus. I like to see people throw sin away, don't you? And come to Jesus. Some of them try to come with it hanging on, brother, but it just don't work. Got to give it up to God. <laughs> well, I can preach all right, brother. My goodness. I ain't using good sense, brother. <laughs> come on, brother. Say on. Come on, brother. Chapter 40 acres from nothing, from everything to nothing. Working between two high mountains, and I've never been electrocuted that day. God trying to call me to preach, and I thought I was too ignorant, and I am. You are, brother. I don't know if you're a preacher or not, but if he calls you, let him do the preaching. Right. <laughs> I've been singing that day. I just fresh say, brother, I knew what it was to walk the highways and the byways of sin. My wife tells me the days I chased around the house for double bit of chopping, I said, I don't know nothing about it. She tells me, I stand up in the bed and scream and cry and pull my hair and beat in the walls. Don't let them freight trains run over me. Don't Dad. remember. Dad. I can remember the day the 
bowed at an altar prayer. The burden of sin rolled away. Brother Billy, I probably told it here. I tell it everywhere I go. Felt like my face washed 10,000 times. The burden of sin lifted from me. Through the Son it made free, He's free indeed. Oh, glory. Got sanctified the same night. They always taught us to go on to be sanctified. I never danced to lick my life, but I got happy and shouted that night, son. I still shout. I ain't too fat to shout. Mom, that's it. On November the 7th, when deer season was going big, my nephew was trying to get me deer hunt, and I was fasting and praying for the Holy Ghost as well as I love to hunt. Probably the reason I ain't preaching no better, I was hunting the dark this evening. I laid the gun by and in the basement of Craigsville Holiness Church. My wife had the table spread and I say, no, honey, I'm needing the blessing of the Holy Ghost. Right. I fasted and prayed until on Tuesday night when I came up to the set time meeting. It was near. Holy. That night in a dry meeting, brother, I laid my child by my wife and went to the altar to pray and the pipe of God got to fall it lifted and I got an emotion of getting up in the same spirit that told me it's time to pray said, I said it's time to pray. I fell back down again, brother. Oh, and that time in about 15 minutes, heaven got to come nearer. I heard somebody speaking in other tongues, but I didn't know who it was. It sounded like it way off in a distance. <laughs> After a while, when I finally believed, that's me. I believed it, brother Sonny, it came. Brother, it's fake ever since then. I'm telling you, it's real today. Amen. It's real, brother. It's real, it's real. from my family and running from the call of God, I pushed a wet tree. It didn't drizzling rain that day over the power lines that carried voltage of homes off of that mountain until it knocked the chainsaw out of this ham and shook me until I crumpled to my knees. Wondered if my heart was about to stop beating. Brother, I got to my feet and I started singing this old song. And I think you sang that song, brother. When I'm sad and discouraged from failure, it seems the whole world is against me and everything's wrong. I was fresh saved, brother. I was fresh, had the Holy Ghost. And then I kept rebuking the church that I had a zeal not according to knowledge. Bless God, she has old words I'm still traveling on. He's here tonight, and he's the only one that's standing with me. All the rest of you get out of here. Come on, bro. Come on, bless it. Bless it. All of a sudden, I came a voice. To me, it rolled like thunder. Yeah. That time, Brother Jones, it said, Son, I've called you to preach my gospel. Brother Will, I remember what I did that day. Grubbing for my family, trying to make a living. I fell to my knees. An old chainsaw by me. Tears rolling down his cheeks. Now, I didn't come out of export. Ozark Bible College. And in that holler, where that little creek run by and two mountains on either side, I said, God, I'll preach your gospel. I'll... I started out as a 74th Ford Ranger. That was eat up with rust. I graduated from that to a 73 Chevrolet Malibu. Coming down the road, coming home for Christmas. Smoke blowing out. 
people laughing at me and pointing their fingers at my family. That didn't make me feel bad. I was coming home for the holidays. Right. 22 quarts oil and four cans of SPT. And I evangelized in that car. Right? You don't have to have a pit wheel and a one-ton pickup to preach God's Word. And if you go waiting on that before you go, I'm afraid, brother, you're going to miss the power that God. Amen. I don't know what it is. Come down the road with just enough money to get to where I'm going. The tires go to bouncing and me pull off an exit at somewhere near 1 o'clock in the morning. The man closing his shop said, I should have been gone two hours ago. He shook his head and said, son, you're in trouble. I was in the same old 73 Malibu. I pulled him down. He looked at my tire. He said, that one's running. That one's running. And this one's running. They was nylon tire. Yeah. The thread was a showing through them. And I didn't know they was that bad. I'm not a mechanic and didn't know nothing about it. And he said, let me look at your tire, son. He looked at it and he said, that ain't no good. He said, you got one tire here. He said, oh, lady brought in three tires. It's just what you're needing. He said, let me go around here and get them. My wife sat in the car, our car loaded down with clothes, and baby asleep in the back seat. I was trying to carry the Word of God. I was taking the lug nuts off, and that man come walking around that building. Brother Wilbur, he carried four tires, and they matched. He said, I know that woman just brought three tires in here. I don't know where this fourth one come from. My wife said in the car, I've heard the bells tinkle a time or two. Brother. I ain't always had what I've got today. God's blessed me. I helped him put them tires on, brother. He took the one that was good off the car and said, we'll use this for a spanner. After a while, he looked up in my face. He said, son, are you a preacher? I said, yes, sir, I try. He said, would you tell me of what denomination you preach for? I said, I'm a free holiness preacher. He said, my daddy was a holiness preacher. Somewhere in the hills of Tennessee, I've never been back there. I couldn't take you down the exit. I didn't know where I was. That man said, my daddy was a holiness preacher. Yeah. I got ready to leave, Brother Jones. Yeah. I said, what I owe you, sir? He looked at them tires. He looked at me. Funny look crossed his face. He said, son, if you've got $3 to spare, that'll be enough. I paid him $3. I got in the car, and me and my wife started singing. When the redeemed start gathering in, voice like snow, free from all sin. I will shout, and I will sing. Brother, I felt like a millionaire. God's been good to me. All right. Oh, my brother, you probably never asked me to preach again. Yeah. Call back tomorrow night, brother. Yes. Yeah, call back tomorrow night. Sometimes preaching, people let them see. They have a preach-range sponsor. Got to wear a suit every night. Come to church. Preach the power of God. Got a warm invitation. Amen. I love the saints of God here. Mom and Dad loves you here. Come to fellowship with you. Receiving help on the journey. Amen. We're in this together, brethren. We're laying together. Would you pray for me? I'm just a poor ignorant boy. I want to make it to heaven. By His grace, I can. Brother, I've held them too long. My wife knows I don't preach hardly over 40 minutes. But tonight, 
I just couldn't hardly quit. It's good, right? Good.
Thank you to all who join us in making Echoes of Holiness Radio possible. The advertisements provide less than 20% of the cost of broadcasting. We appreciate all that have helped to make up the difference. To contact us about partnering with us in prayer for Echoes of Holiness or about contributions, you may do so at Echoes of Holiness Radio P.O. Box 161, Augusta Springs, Virginia 24411 or online at echoesofholiness.org. Thank you for joining us this year.